What's up, y'all? It's your girl Shayla Ray with InStyle Atlanta, and I'm here with the king of the South, the one and only T.I. What's up? What's happening? What have you not accomplished in your career? Because I feel like you've done a little bit of everything from politics, from entertainment, from acting, from reality TV. Is there anything that you haven't accomplished yet that you want to? Um, my dream is to build the first skyscraper on Bankhead. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dope. That's my dream. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a, a multifamily mixed-use community, about 200-some units. Is you know what I'm saying, breaking ground later on this year, uh, probably at the end of the year, either December or January, something like that. Um, it's about a 40-some million dollar project that we're working on. Uh, and, you know, about 21,000 square feet of retail. Uh, and, and it's something that I feel has not been, it's an experience that hasn't been, that hasn't been offered to, to, to this community, especially from the, from the, from the perspective of affordable housing. Mm. Uh, because 90% of people who work in Atlanta can't afford to stay in Atlanta. Yeah. It's getting expensive here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I want to make sure that with all this gentrification going on and all this value that's being uh, raised in the communities that the people, the natives of the community and the people who made the communities what they are still have an opportunity to stay. I mean, you know, we have endured the worst, most stringent, rigorous uh, conditions, you know, from crime to crime to more crime <laughs> yeah. and now that you know it's 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 being uh it's been assuming certain levels of prosperity i feel like the the natives deserve to reap the benefits of that prosperity that's real but you you always been the people's champ you always been here for the people i'm just doing my part, doing my part man if everybody do their part we can get a lot further a lot faster Absolutely. Well, you know, I got to ask about the music. I mean, because <laughs> we're always going to ask about the King of the South and the music. So what, what's, what's going on? Anything new popping off soon? Uh, I got records. I got hundreds and hundreds of records that I could put out albums upon out anytime, anytime. Uh, I don't know. I might put some out, man. You know what I'm saying? I might put some out to celebrate this. I might put a, put a, a song or two or three or something. You know what I'm saying? I may, I may do that. <laughs> I may do that, uh, but I mean, I ain't in no hurry. I ain't in no hurry because I feel like, you know, I'm going to always have these songs. Uh, and music will always have a, a very special place in my heart. But I just think if I totally focus on music and music alone, I'm leaving a lot of skills, gifts, and talents on the table. So, you know, I'm just trying to focus on rather than, rather than fight to compete for a position in an industry everybody's occupying. Yeah. I'd rather focus on the things that I can do that nobody else can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's what I've just been paying attention to, focusing on things like other areas of business that, you know, find, that I could find that are lucrative. <laughs> only a narrow path for a chosen few, if not only me. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, the museum, you know, the Trap Music Museum. You know, it ain't really, it ain't really many people who you know can curate, own, operate, and finance a museum on their own, and you know, 
and do it for the culture, telling our story before anybody else can tell it for us. Like, that makes me feel better than dropping an album. Although the album is dope. Yeah. But everybody dropped the album this year. One person opened up a museum, and that was me. So. I love I loved your museum. And the podcast. And the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, that, that is a different that's a different it serves a different part of my creative spirit. Speaking of the podcast, I know there was an incident recently where Kanye came to Jamal Bryant's church mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, you know, they did a pretty big offering uh, prior to you guys coming in. Um, you guys came in, I think you were with two chains and it was some other celebrities. I mean, and your wife who was also a millionaire and um, killer Mike. And um, he then proceeded Lil to Yachty yeah. Lil Yachty was there. Okay. And then he proceeded to do another. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Jermaine. Yeah. Okay. And so then Jamal proceeded to do another offering. Like at- it's another preacher. Okay. It was another preacher who had came from, I think, Houston, Texas. And I think he was the tithe whisperer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you need your congregation to dedicate as much as they can, call me and I'll show you how to get that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that, yeah, I think he... saw cha-ching in his eyes. Is that what you think? Man, I saw bullshit in my eyes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I ain't really got no, you know, and I, and I try as much as I can to separate Jamal from that. Yeah. I try as much as I can. It's hard because it happened to his church, but I try as much as I can to separate him because he wasn't the one that actually came with the bullshit, you know. However, he did introduce the one (laughs) that came with the bullshit and it's hard for me to believe that he didn't know what was going to happen. But benefit of the doubt being given, I would say that the thing that I had the biggest problem with, I had the biggest, 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 biggest problem with is he said, I want 20 people to dedicate $1,000. And people start standing up. Boom, boom, boom. I'm looking around. You motherfuckers crazy. And you got it. Some of them probably didn't. I'm not being man, please. And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then he said, he said, "Come on, y'all, get your blessings heard." Get my. So you mean is? Are you telling me <laughs> the Lord is charging me a thousand dollars to hear my prayers? <laughs> hmm. Well, I tell you what. I'm just going to go ahead, man. I ain't giving you nothing, <laughs> Nathaniel, because I don't like your approach. I don't like how you ask. You know what I'm saying? If you just said, listen, guys, we're doing a lot of things in the community, man. We're doing a lot of work, and, and, and we can't do it by ourselves. It takes a village. We need, we need your help. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. I'd have gave you a little something. But you ain't finna tell me that I got to pay you to get my blessings heard. I ain't going for that one. Wow. Yeah, that was, and I, I saw that Jamal issued a, a apology and offered you to come back to the church. And I mean, are you going to go back? I'm not a church. I'm not a church guy anyway. Okay. You know, I feel that fellowshipping is, is there's no there's no true there's no right place to fellowship. Uh, the Bible says when two or more are gathered in His name, He is present. You know what I mean? So right now we're talking about God. He in Him. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, and it also says that there is no man-made building 
that you can go to and find God. The Bible says this. Because if you notice, you know, Moses went to the burning bush. You know, Jesus went to the mount. Or, you know, just like everybody went in places of wilderness. There were no, you know what I'm saying? Jesus didn't go really, like, I, like he didn't really go preach at no church for real. Like he, he, he walked around outside through villages, gathering people as he went along. You know what I mean? So I think that religion is real. I mean, excuse me, I, I take that back. Take that back. Typo. <laughs> God is real. God is real, and I know that I don't need nobody to explain that to me. I don't need nobody to convince me of that because I know because I know he's been active in my life. I've seen the things he's done for me that, that, that there are no other excuses or explanations but God. Uh, God is real, but religion is fake. Religion is a, a remote control. It's a joystick meant to control people's thoughts and emotions for the personal gain of whoever controls the religion. That's real. That's real. Well, just moving on to my last question, and I got to ask you, um, you were at Tyler Perry studio event this past weekend. Tell us about what that experience was like for you. It was phenomenal. It was it was majestic. It was whimsical. You know what I'm saying? It was opulent. <laughs> it was the greatest collection, the most diverse group of successful young, no, successful black men and women, old and young, in all areas of Music, business, entertainment, film, television, politics, sports, and everything. The most eclectic, diverse group of successful black people put together ever. And, you know, you're such an inspiration to your community. And Tyler has been such an inspiration to this area as well. And I... I found myself, even with watching Rhythm and Flow, being inspired. It, it wasn't even just about rap. It was just, I want to go get what I want, you know? And you will. you will. You know what I'm saying? That energy that you produce, man, you put that out in the universe, and it has no choice but to bring you exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us, T.I. I mean, um, but thank you so much for speaking with Anne Atlanta. I appreciate right. you. Thank you.